Welcome back to Ready Comic Troll, where we discuss gaming, tabletop, comics, and many more. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. You know, I was a god of my own universe, but I found it was beneath me. I'm John. Must I remind you of my superiority? I'm Mike. And with us today, we have two very special guests. What's mine is mine, and mine and mine, and mine and mine and mine, not yours. I'm Tim. Hey, Kitty Pride. Have you ever played Street Fighter? Sure you can. I'm Jeff. So, it may sound like we're talking villains today, but we're actually going to talk rivalries. Well, uh, first off, I don't consider my quote from a villain. I consider myself a very gracious hero who... Actually, without impunity, without any kind of thought or anguish that would bother anybody, he saved a universe. He held it together. Okay? Doom's a hero. <laughs> I mean, personal opinion. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, mine's a mercenary, so, you know. You can, I was just saying. You can just get paid off to just be a good guy. It's okay. It's whatever. It's yeah, one yeah, of those things. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. But what it really comes down to is actually... Um, I, I had seen a lot of things that were going over Facebook and different instant, uh, you know, social media and stuff like that. And it got me thinking because I actually voted on polls of like iconic rivalries. And I don't think we've ever had a discussion on iconic rivalries. And I'm talking about like what, what is, what is more iconic? Cloud versus Sephiroth. Yeah. <laughs> Cloud versus Sephiroth or Hal, Jer- Hal Jordan versus Sinestro. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. what what is what is in that case? <clears throat> what's more iconic to you? Wh- which out of those would be more you know, iconic? You know, which is the which is the sacred defeat? <laughs> you know, I was gonna say because you know, speaking of rivalries, like when you asked me about like doing this and talking about rivalries, the, yeah. the, I did a lot of like a lot of reading, a lot of research, but uh, pretty much I just think about like what is a rivalry? What makes a good rivalry? Because I mean, like to be fair, like you and I, John, we have a, a slight rivalry. It's not. Like a bad rivalry, it's like no. you know we're we're like we're like we push brothers. each other a little right, bit more. Right, right, right. You know, it's it's friendly, it's good. We take jabs at each other, but yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you and I are trying to do the same thing, right? Right. But uh, you know, I was just thinking like um, like then there's there's Mike's rivalry with the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, like the, and that's, like and that's Mike a, says something, and then the world's proving him wrong. And that's a very, <laughs> rivalry, you know, it can get kind of dark. Yeah. And then there's one more rivalry that Anthony has. Anthony has rivalries with the Boy Scouts. And not because he is a Boy Scout or because anything bad against the Boy Scouts. He just wants to know why they don't sell cookies too. He wants to double dip. Just saying. It's true. It's true. He does love his cookies. I think he's a Samoa guy, but that's just me. I don't know. I don't know. He's kind of plain. Thing. Okay, first off, if, if we're going to do anything, you know there's only two types of cookies. And it's the 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 peanut butter, the nutter butter ones, the actual oh, yeah, like the peanut butter cookie oh, yeah. ones. Yeah. And then the chocolate peanut butter ones. I forgot what those are called. Now, now that is a classic rivalry. Yeah, right, right there. there. <laughs> Which one is better? <laughs> the plain peanut butter or the chocolate peanut butter? Right. But I think we're kind of diverging from right. the fact that... That's not comics. No, that's that's a different. That's my own no, personal no. We uh, have, internal rivalry. <laughs> we have to we have to talk Arsenal versus Bizarro. 
for their rivalry over Artemis. Mm. I mean, wait. That's a love rivalry. No, yeah, no, it I'm, is. Yeah. And see, this is what I'm trying to say, is that rivalries And they're on take the on, same team yeah, at the time. Yeah. Of course, but that's the thing. Rivalries take different turns. So if you talk about Sinestro, let's go back to the first one. Yes, yeah, Sinestro, Sinestro and Hal Jordan. And Hal Jordan. And I got to say, this is a great rivalry, especially with the Jeff Johns run. Yeah. Uh, which, in my, in my opinion, really? I, I really enjoyed this run just because, you know, you get to see another side of Sinestro, you know, where... Well, they definitely, they, Jeff Johns did a very good job of humanizing Sinestro. Well, yeah, uh, alienating, but also so humanizing. You, you get a sense that these two characters came from uh, their own tragedies with yeah. Hal Jordan losing his dad and then it pushing him to become a, a test fighter pilot like his dad. And then that's how he got, you know, his, his, his Green Lantern power is from, you know, an event with that. And then you have Sinestro, who, you know, is a by the books kind of guy for the most part, but then he loses his best friend. You know, in uh, Abin Sur, who's the guy who... Right. Yeah. So both of them have this tragedy, and they kind of share this thing. And then it kind of leads into, you know, then when they do kind of get together, and he's mentoring, you know, uh, you know, Hal Jordan, and then how they differ in their outlook on things, and that, you know, that, that kind of thing. So... I I don't know if I've been to cut you off. I mean, technically, Tim. No, you're yeah. good. You're okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. So, so what, what it is for me, even though I... I am known to be a Sinestro fan. It can kind of mirror the fact that I'm a Doom fan. If you kind of mirror uh, what's going on with and a Black Adam fan, because they're yeah. they're all kind of the, in I the just, same. Whoa, table. whoa, whoa! First off, I've never really been big into Black Adam. I do like the character, but I'm just saying though, like it, it, when I go iconic characters that I like, if they, run, like if they rule DC, their own kingdom, they're kind of an anti-hero. You kind of like them. No, I'm no, just no, going it, with it in general. Well, Would you no, really no, consider no. Black Adam kind of an anti-hero? Yeah. 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 No, when, when, well, when, 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 you, when you look, look at, at when you look at when you look at his actual justifications for a lot, I don't of even have to defend my own argument. No, no, I'm just asking. You obviously know a lot more Black Adam than I. Oh do. no, but and see, that's the, I I understand where Mike is going. I'm just saying personally, I've never really followed Black Adam to the point where I'm going. Like I'm a Doom fan. I'm a Sinestro fan. I follow a lot of stuff that they do in the comic books and such to the point where it's just like I. You can see that I am a big fan of them. Mm. Not a perfect fan. Don't get me out there. I, I don't know every single issue or artist that does everything such. But I'm a huge fan of what they do. Black Adam. I've just never been really driven towards. Not to discredit him, but whatever. As I was saying before, though, with Sinestro and Hal Jordan, it to me it is an iconic rivalry, but. I have an issue with their rivalry. Even though you see a mirror between certain similar aspects of the characters, when it boils down to a lot of things of the core of the character, the ideology of Sinestro and why he goes towards the, the, the ring of fear, you know what I mean? That yellow power ring, which he creates with, uh, you know, the, the weaponeers of court and stuff like that. Um, his, his ideology Yes, opposes Hal Jordan, but to me, Hal Jordan does not. Yeah, on parts, yeah, yeah, on points. Yeah, yeah. But to me, Hal Jordan's not the center to that rivalry. Hal Jordan is in. This is why I have a problem with that rivalry. His motives for a lot of the things is just very vanilla. It's very plain. It's very flat. The only person that you're really getting any true motivation for that story of the rivalry really comes from Sinestro, and it's because. He paints this dynamic picture of, listen, we've done it your way. We've done it with the, with the Guardians, and we've done it through power of will, and we've, we've served what we had to. But fear in a, not, I don't want to say oppressing because his belief isn't necessarily to oppress, but it's to, it, it may appear that way, don't get me to wrong. Oppose. 
But no, no, not to oppose, but to literally instill a level of fear that makes them go, listen, we, out of fear of punishment, we don't want to break the law. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hal Jordan is just like, well, I'm a Boy Scout and I'm going to kick your ass. And they didn't tell and me, they, they didn't raise me this way, so now I'm going to fight you. Even though realistically, yes, the reason why he even becomes Parallax is because he kind of does have this similarity to Sinestro. They're, which is why I call bullshit on the rivalry. Right, yeah, they right, are very yeah. much a parallel skew of and, each and, other. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I said, like, I like this particular one with Jeff Johns and the way he wrote it. Because, I, to me, what makes a great rivalry, obviously, is going to be... The similarities. Characters. Well, the similarities. And, but here's the thing. Like, you can't just put two shit characters together and expect a great rivalry. It doesn't happen. There has to be... Like, you need a... a, a you can have a good hero, an okay hero... But what makes a good rivalry is a great villain. And when you really decide, like, okay, this villain is somebody that I can get behind. Like, Sinestro is one of those people that, to me, it's like, it's, it's like watching the Green Lantern movie. It was terrible. But <laughs> Sinestro was amazing in that movie, in my opinion. That's just my... That's well, my thing. okay. Like, so, my big thing on this, and especially if you want to go off the Jeff Johns run, you have the introduction of, one, multiple lantern colors. Yeah. Especially at that point in time, because... We the only thing we had seen prior to that really were the Star Sapphires, and originally they weren't even lanterns; they were just a one individual that just happened to have lantern-like abilities. Right. She had that one um, jewel, right? That yeah, she had the star, the star heart uh, jewel that made her Star Sapphire and made her this quintessential villain to the old Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Um, with Hal Jordan and Sinestro, I find that they both run so similar to each other that when it comes to them coming at odds, it almost is more or less the fact that it's not so much that their rivalry is based on a difference of opinion, it's that their their similarities yep. end up making them butt heads. Well, that's a fair conjecture. Because, yeah. That's a very fair conjecture yeah. because you're looking at the fact that in... I guess it's a reason why I still considered it a very much so, like very much so an iconic rivalry because it's it's Sinestro who has basically been there, done that. This is the ideal, and Hal Jordan kind of fighting to move against it. It becomes going in that direction, which you see him doing. Yeah, especially yeah, especially since in this run particular that I'm thinking about, he just got back from being alive after being Parallax and like killing everybody. Right. So, well, like, it's a big, it's a big, it's a big. You, you, you have, you have, especially in the in the earlier run, in the earlier runs when you first met, when you first introduced Sinestro, they're so similar. Yeah. And the thing is, is it's the, it's really the pedigree of Sinestro that makes him opposed to Hal Jordan, and it's literally the fact that like Sinestro sees the world in a different shade of gray. They're both very much that shade of gray kind of character. They're like, listen, there's good and there's bad in the world, but there's this middle ground that we need to work on yeah. to make things and that, actually flexible. And that's where they have their difference. And, and it really is because right. Sinestro wants to go to one end of the spectrum where oh, it's yeah. it's well, slightly far. more about oh, control. Yeah. Yeah. And how and, Jordan's like, well, listen, we need to teach them a lesson, yeah. but we don't need to make it the end lesson. Right. I think it just comes down to the fact, and again, this is my own personal opinion, that maybe, and this is that painted picture of maybe, that Sinestro is drawn up so well because a villain has to outdo the hero. Not necessarily outdo him as in I win the fight, but when a creator does it, they have to outdo the hero in how this 
this character is made, his motivation, his characteristics. You you make the villain better and more intensely than you do the hero because you're like, this is what the driving force is for the for the hero. And again, you can kind of clearly see that like Hal and Sinestro mirror so much that this this ideology is what blends and yeah. makes their rivalry. Well, one of the one of the best things about comic book rivalries, and also synonymously one of the worst things about movie comic book like iterations, is the similarity of hero versus villain. You had it in the first Iron Man movie when yeah. you had uh, Stain versus Stark, and then when you get to Iron Man two, you have the um, Whiplash versus Iron Man. They're very similar characteristics. They're, they they use a suit. They 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 use their technology. They use their intelligence to fight each other. Would you consider it, that a rivalry, though? It, it, it is to an extent, but the, in the movies, it's not portrayed that oh, way. In the rivalry. comic books, Whiplash is a much grander but, but thing. See, and this is what I think. This is what you're trying and, to get to is like the what makes a good rivalry. Right? Yeah. Well, so makes, so I, I want essentially like, makes it a rivalry. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to. I want to. I want to hear a little bit so more of what Tim is trying to point out. Yeah. Say it. So I mean, it does come down to what essentially does make it a rivalry. When you always look at certain characters, especially iconic characters, such as Lex Luthor via Superman, or that's can say it. That's on its own other yeah. level. But, but <laughs> let, let, let's that, is, that, is, that is literally a ri- rivalry driven by humanity. Yeah. Yeah, but um, what drives it still doesn't make... Like, I understand. Well, everything, that, that's, everything one of, that's one of the few... I, I, I'm going to just say this. Is that, that is one of the few archetypes in comics that breaks from the norm of, hey, listen... My villain is very much a counter position of me. Flash's main villain is reverse yeah. Flash. But, yeah. but I think it's that a literal counter of himself. Yes, but that always goes based upon whatever you're talking about about the character. Also, be, I mean, let's think about no, it. it. You're it, talking it about, you know, humanity and things like that. Of course, for someone who is an alien born, you know, on another planet coming onto this Superman one. is a alien that shows more humanity than his villain counterpart who is a humanist... Yeah, but right. thank yes. you, thank you. But it is all about. I, I know for a fact, like I, I Mike, you know Superman very well, and <laughs> yes. I was like, but make sure you put in the fact that Lex Luthor is a humanist. He yes. believes the reason why Superman should not exist is because humanity should be able to take care of its, its own issues. I'm glad you said it because if it wasn't, it was going to be me. <laughs> exactly. No, I think I we're all on the same. <laughs> but no, no. The, the, yeah. Tim brings up a very good point, and I'm, I have to, I have to bring this out because of the fact that this is a different type of rivalry, and it's a different type of comic, and when you. You look at rivalries with heroes. Let, let's go with the Batman and Joker then. No, 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 no. no. I want to go. I want to go over to Marvel. No, no. I want to go over to Marvel because go. this is a different type of rivalry. This is something very, and this is something we can all go back to as kids. Wait, Wolverine versus Cyclops. Oh man, yeah. that is that so is different. Well, that is that is a different entirely. type of rivalry. Yeah. But at the same time, though, when you're going back to a lot of things, whether it's depicted in movies, comics, cartoons. In the X-Men universe, I'm not just talking about Marvel, I'm just talking about the X-Men universe, you see this rivalry between... Wolverine and Cyclops are always at odds. They're always butting heads, because you know what? One, there's a love interest that Mm. differs between them, and Cyclops is getting the better end of that. Two, Wolverine has a different scope of how things should be done in leadership compared to what Cyclops was. And then, actually, when you look at the new stuff, which Cyclops... I will actually say he's becoming a little bit more badass. Okay, a little bit more. That's, a, that's because a he's bit becoming. More no, no. Do you want to know why? 
because they're starting, they're starting. <laughs> they're starting to write him like he's Magneto. Oh wow, they're going yeah. that far, huh? Yes, nice. they're starting to All write right. him like he's Magneto. You know, and, and this is the thing which dissolves the rivalry between yeah, Wolverine much. and him. Yeah. And this is the thing too. Like even if you took out the love interest of of, of Jean Grey, yeah, still you, no, you would still have a rivalry because oh, yeah. here's the thing. Like you brought up, they have an ideal. They are the they are counterposed literally because you have a guy who's literally a free spirit. He joined Alpha Flight for one day and said, "No, nah, it's okay. I don't want to be here. I'm gonna right. leave." Right. And then he went to join the X Men, an American based uh, you know team. But the thing is, is that. You have this straight guy who has to do everything by the books. Everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be coordinated. He probably color coordinates And you know what the sad thing is? he is, right? Yeah. And Wolverine is like, I fly by the, the seat of my pants. I'm, I wear I'm yellow an and black, motherfucker. Not even that. It's just, he's kind of like, he's like, it is what it is. I'm here. Yeah. What do you need me to do? Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to go well, do my thing. And right? this is the and thing. Well, not, not just that. Not, not just the, the, the free will. Sometimes Wolverine is another one of those characters that believes that maybe a little bit more pressure is needed to solve the issue right. than something like yeah. that. Um, exactly. Because he's an animal. At the end of the day, he's an animal. No, yeah. well, he, he is what his actually. Is. I, I have to say this. I have to say this. The one thing that I, the one thing that I will always say about the Wolverine Cyclops rivalry, it comes down to they're both fucking tacticians. They are both literally trained for what they do and the thing is is whether Wolverine remembers a lot of his training or not he still has that he has that Wolverine but that's, animal instinct. Instinct. But that's the thing he does he has one, his instinct one goes, one goes off instinct and the other goes off control but, that's just and that, yes, and that's, it, and that's, no. that's it really it, it but comes that, down that, that's, to that, that's, yeah. that's, I, that again just like we were which saying, I was going to say the reason that, why that's why I, I was kind of going off what you said That that's a, that's not in a ideological difference per se but it is. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah, one of those yeah. things where, like Jeff pointed out, because Wolverine is going off instinct, he's going off of the stalker attitude. Like, this is how we need to accomplish it to execute the mission. We need to do this to our prey. Cyclops is going in there like, how are we going to best handle the situation to where... Where do I need to put my rook to take your queen? Exactly. He, Let, he's, what, the, in what he's the chess master, Wolverine. He is being. not a chess master. Okay. So, <laughs> if, he's, he's, if playing, you, he's playing checkers and he's trying to learn chess. Let's <laughs> get real. The only thing... I'll, I'll give you that the, the only I thing Cyclops I have too. a rivalry with Cyclops and the only reason why I respect Cyclops is because his son is fucking Cable. That's it. <laughs> I don't know if I was actually going to break Cable up. Yeah. We can talk about that. You know the, the thing about you know that this is why I was bringing up with Jean Grey because like that's the reason why there was so much sexual tension because yeah. she's with a guy. This is like classic, you know. But she wanted to bone Wolverine. You know, well, no, she wanted to bone the Free Spirit, but she's with the, the Boy Scout. Straight she, edge. She's with the guy that's reliable. Oh, yeah. even though that guy over there with the crazy mutton chops, I just want to. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she wants the bad boy, yeah, but she's dating. You know. That's like so, every vanilla plane. <laughs> it's like every girl I dated in high school. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you yeah. were the vanilla yogurt. We I was the yogurt. Yeah, but then, but then, okay. So you were Tim. You were about to go into another point, which you can kind of start that off. When it comes down to a rivalry such as Batman versus Joker, that's a very iconic. I don't think anyone, no matter if you're a fan of Marvel or a fan of DC, a fan of Superman, a fan of Batman. You have to acknowledge the rivalry that Joker and Batman bring to the table for DC as a whole. Yeah, yep. it's that mainly, DC I'm always a fuck only... Batman kind of guy, but I know a lot of you are. <laughs> well, I have my reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I have our reasons. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. No but I mean, it, it's mostly the fan to, base. It's, it's not actually about Batman. It's more about the fan base. It was all just based upon you know most of what the character is about, which 
in this point, uh, case in point, it would be, you know, psychological, which is all what Joker is about trying to get on Batman. It's all just a psychological go game with him. But that's the thing that this is the difference. And this is why, like, the, Batman, 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 wait, Superman, Lex Luthor is an ideological type of, type yes. of rivalry. Yes. Batman, Joker is psychological, like you said. Yeah. But because well, they're both it's, it's technically also, psychopaths. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Just, whoa. Yeah, no, yeah. they are, but it's also a, a sociological. Oh, and what drives it's, it's definitely yeah. sociological. They are, they are literally, without each other, nothing. And that, that's one of the things that really drives that rivalry yeah. so, so hard. Oh, so, cause one's like a crazy unstoppable force and the other's like this immovable object well, so that when you have them collide, it's like this crazy. Still live for that so, moment of craziness. Oh, yeah. So this was, this is the thing that I or always pick up. <laughs> this, this was the part of the, the amazing thing that I actually always dived into or uh, thought about when it came down to Batman versus Joker in those comics is the fact that realistically, if you think about anything in that universe, that depicts the rivalry of Batman and Joker in particular is actually Two-Face. And I'm not using Two-Face as an actual... The, no. the, the villain itself and what mm. he stands for, but at the same time, though, mm. you have to look at the concept of what he truly is, of this two-headed, this opposite sides of the same coin, which is equivalently the exact dynamic that is Batman and Joker. Because you have this person, Batman, who is... Of control, who needs this thing very much like a Sinestro Corps member, you know what I mean? Who, who, standard book does this, plays by the rules, well, and his creates own the order's rules. His own imposed rules, but still, it's within the order. Joker, the it's opposite chaos. side of the coin, and just like, and I hate to bring it up because I mean the the Nolan the Nolan no 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 it, because I, I I'm just I'm not I've never been a big fan of Joker or Deadpool because. I personally believe that being chaotic in writing and creating a chaotic villain is actually way too simple. How did Deadpool get in this conversation? <laughs> because chaos. he is technically another agent oh, of chaos. Yeah. And when you look at the chaotic nature of these characters, you're looking at the fact that what are we going to do to surprise or do that? And yes, I believe that within chaos, you can have this stream of events that comes down to an ultimate singularity point where it has some kind of meaning behind it. But I think that sometimes being strange just to be strange is an easy way out. That's you, why I don't have necessarily a big part on the that. The way that I like to put it is John's always lawful neutral. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but when you look at that dynamic... He's not quite a paladin. I, I think in the Nolan verse where the, the movie, um, which Batman... It was uh, uh, Batman... Uh, Dark, it was a Dark Knight. It was the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. So Dark Knight, it, I think that um, they brought in a very good point. When Joker straight up says, like, without you, I do not exist. Without me, you basically, like, we are together. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we, we are, like, we're the same. If I wasn't here, you wouldn't be dressed up as a bat to stop me. So that's basically what it was. Like, to. we've created each other in a sense. Yeah. Almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. if, if I first started, you would have been created. You started first, so I was created. It's just one of those things that, that's how they came together. They are truly a What pack. came first, the Batman or the egg? Which is hilarious because <laughs> when you think about it, Batman's Batman, Joker's Joker, but they only know each other as Joker and Batman, right? Right. And when you bring up Two-Face, what I like about that dynamic is, in their relationship, is the fact that Harvey Dent is, was best friends with Bruce Wayne. Right. And Two-Face is the guy who has to deal with Batman. So, for Batman, he has to deal with a man who knows his two personas, you know right. what I mean? And I think that makes an interesting, like, 
I think a one-sided conversation because obviously I'm gonna come out and say, "Oh, I'm Batman and I'm also Bruce Wayne." But but in Bruce Wayne's mind, he's like, "Damn, this guy, <laughs> he was my best friend." And <laughs> holy fuck, this is some shit. Well, and and that's the thing. Like, I have to give when it comes to Batman, the one thing that I always have to give him is his rogues gallery. He has some of the better villains. When it comes to most of the DC Universe. And because a lot of them were created for him. And it just happens to be that a lot of them came out of, one, Batman and the Animated Series. Which caused a lot of creative things to happen within the DC Universe. And then, two, the fact that I don't know who it was. I'm going to give it to Kane. Clayface. Clayface is one of my favorite Batman villains. Because... Not only is he a villain, but he's also a good guy. And he's a good guy in his own mind the entire time. He's never the bad guy. He's a mobster at one point, but he's never really considered himself to be the bad guy. Mm -hmm. He's never ever considered himself to be a villain. He's never been the murderer that, you know, Zaz was. Or even the crazy chaos that Joker was. Or the crime lord that Penguin was. He was always just this kind of middleman who just kind of followed orders and did things to what he was what he was introduced to and that's always what made Clayface so intriguing to me yeah and then when he becomes part of the Batman family in some of the later runs he's a freaking phenomenal character and he really does a lot for that universe because he's one of the in the early iterations of Batman he's one of the few characters that's ever introduced with true superpowers he can become anybody yeah. he can do yeah. all yeah, kinds it, of things not, he's nearly indestructible right. right and that's the thing and unfortunately that goes into the column of the unsung rivalries of uh, it really does you know, and I was DC has a lot of them yeah. I was about to oh, ask that I was about to ask that so Mike you understand and you acknowledge the the importance of the rivalry between Joker and Batman to you, would you say to that point that Clayface is technically not just this unsung rivalry, but deservedly so a better rivalry than Joker and Batman? I think, well, okay. So I think that Clayface creates the best dynamic, aside from maybe like Firefly versus Superman, which is a really weird thing. Because when you, when it comes down to crazy, like, why the hell are these two opposites or why are these two opposing each other kind of things like clayface should be able to just kind of do whatever to batman because he's he's an amalgam he he can do whatever whereas when you come to firefly versus superman it's literally a guy who has a wingsuit and a flamethrower yeah (laughs) versus superman it's fun to watch but i'll I'll say this because like thinking about like unsung because i I wrote a list of a whole bunch of stuff but uh (laughs) You know, some of the, the unsung stuff, like, to me, is, uh, like, take... We've been talking about villains and heroes and heroes that really don't like each other but have to work on the same team. I want to talk about people that maybe they do like each other. And it's more on the friendly side, sometimes. Like, for Batman, my opinion, I think Robin is his greatest... <laughs> His greatest rival. Wait, uh, you mean no, Nightwing? No, no, no. Talk about well, Dick Green. Green. Pick I one. Pick Dick one. No, no. He, he has created a rivalry because of he always how does. he's training. Well, with the exception. He has created a rivalry with maybe, just about maybe, With the exception of Tim Drake. Tim Drake might be yeah. the exception. But, I mean, you think about it. I mean, Dick And Grace I love Tim Drake, got, but... Yeah, he, but eventually he got tired of his shit. He's the blandest Robin. Right? He became Nightwing. All right? Then you have Jason Todd, who Jason Todd died. Yeah, and then becomes Red Hood. And then became Red Hood. One of the greatest, in my opinion, like, to watch, like... 
the two to, of them like to, to really sit there. to this day uh Jason Todd because of his evolution to Red Hood mm-hmm. is one of my favorite if not my favorite Robin but because he, of that I just love that because it pushed because at, at that point Batman's like who the fuck is this guy this guy knows everything that I'm doing and how to get out of things and it it it, and it put Batman in this place where it's like it's almost like I trained this guy. Yeah, you did. You yeah, did train this did. guy. When it, when, it, when it comes to when it comes to comics, I have to I have to say this, and and this is a big thing because New Fifty Two was a a short a short run in all in all when all things are considered. For many reasons. For many reasons, yes. But I have to say that Red Hood and the Outlaws during New Fifty Two was one of my favorite things. And oh, it was, I love it, the dynamic between when you, and when Starfire. It, yeah, oh, and when it and comes Arsenal. to when it comes to the top five Starfire comics, made my list by the way. Like if I had to break down. Like a top five during that run, I would say it. It comes down to Stormwatch, Aquaman, Red Hood, and the Outlaws, the Adventures of Superman, and then the Superboy comics. Because mm-hmm. those, or maybe Red Daughter of Krypton during the movie too. Because I fucking love Supergirl with the fucking <laughs> with the with Red Lantern ring. Because yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah. You know. but, but I was gonna say like out of out of the more friendly because in a way sometimes the Batman Robin dynamic gets a little toxic. So yeah. I was gonna say what's more friendly? Like my opinion, I've always enjoyed watching uh, like Superman and Shazam. I think they have a great. That's a great. And I don't think they really touch on too much. Obviously, because it's way too on the nose. Because it's a Boy Scout rival. Well, my- no, because Shazam <laughs> technically was a carbon copy, and there was a huge thing before DC. Right, yeah, right. So yeah. like. So, like, the two of them, technically, they're pretty well, no, much... They, they always the same, depict yeah. the same encounter as the whole fact where it's just like, you know, Superman seeing Shazam do something, he doesn't understand what's going on, he comes in, knocks him. Shazam comes back, knocks Superman, flies him back, Shazam notices Superman, it's like, I just fucking hit Superman! Wait, I just fucking hit Superman! Yeah. And gets knocked again, like, that, that whole, oh. like understanding of one character not understanding the other or right. anything like that but it, it, but it's very childish it's it's very fun oh yeah and that's, what and that's what i mean it's a fun rivalry and my, I think that's my, a- my 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 google avatar is the superman with the shazam powers <laughs> so, so you're like yeah that's one of my favorites yeah. like just just going out there on the list so, yeah i was about to say curiosity so jeff was jeff was just mentioning you know the fun you know rivalry and i'm i just had to say it you know the uh flash versus superman racing rivalry oh no that that is classic yeah. yeah no that that's that's one of those things that it's just like it is super classic that. though it is it's completely classic and the fact that they even brought that up in the movies or mm-hmm. in the shows, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Smallville, stuff yeah. like that. They, they have to go, listen, this is how it's gonna go, so we're gonna fucking run. <laughs> and then it's just like, it ends off. Because it's never meant to say one thing or the other. Yeah. You can have your debates as much as it hurts me. We all know who's gonna win. Obviously. Fucking Flash is, that's his power. Like, that's <laughs> it's not fair. I only have one thing. thing. <laughs> is that called the fastest thing. man yeah. alive? Oh, it is. No, it, in, well, and that is literally, it's literally <laughs> the vault to the fun. Like, literally, it's yeah, like, it you is. know, the UN was like, hey, have a race. It's like, well, wait, shouldn't you guys be, like, out protecting the world or whatever? Yeah. No, no, no. Just yeah, we got other people for that. So, I have to bring this up, and I, I know John's going to probably hate me for this, but I have to bring yes, up a trifecta rivalry. Oh. And only because... I'm not a big fan of one of the three characters involved in this, and John's same with me on this one. I want to know if it's on my list. Yeah, <laughs> grab the book. Wolverine, Deadpool, Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, that kind of is on my list somewhere. <laughs> um, actually, I, my mine was uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. 
basically the greatest Canadian rivalry <laughs> since Wayne Gretzky and um, Mario Lemieux. <laughs> That's Mario Lemieux. So literally, that is the Deadpool Wolverine feud in a, in a nutshell. No, they are literally no, just two Canadians no, that kind of do the same no, thing. No, real. Like, By the way, I love maple syrup. <laughs> I'm just maple saying. syrup. I just love Canadians. Yeah, good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> he hates the world. But a lot Canada. of us talk. About I do. We, we've had yeah. a lot of Canadian talk yeah. this, this no, today. The thing is, is that I, what I love about their rivalry is that the fact that Wolverine doesn't acknowledge it as a rivalry. Exactly. No, yeah, no, he doesn't he acknowledge won't. it. But the, it, he's like, wait, just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I think. Exactly. I think the dynamic with. with I don't know if this is siding with what you're saying or not, Mike. But the the trifecta rivalry of having. <laughs> Wolverine, Deadpool, and Spider-Man, like, I don't think anyone acknowledges it as a rivalry except for Deadpool. Well, no, no, no. Spider-Man, I don't think... Spider-Man and Deadpool's rivalry is literally because they both have red suits. Spider-Man and Wolverine's rivalry is because of them being friends with Beast. Oh, yeah, that's right. And and Wolverine and Deadpool's rivalry is just in Deadpool's But that's kind of like an unsung rivalry. It really is. We have the same best friend. But Wolverine is like that guy who's like, I don't like anyone. Get the fuck out of my room. No, exactly. That's the thing. It's kind of like you have this... Wolverine can have literally a rivalry with Cotton. It wouldn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's so soft on my skin. I hate it. Like, okay, whatever. Exactly. There's a reason why I wear this fucking blue and yellow and black latex suit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't. Like I don't like cotton. cotton. <laughs> but what were you gonna say, John? About no, no. That? I was just gonna say because even that—that's that's a very subtle, like, underlying thing. Just because I don't care for Deadpool, <laughs> okay, doesn't mean that I don't acknowledge the fact that it's very stupid, funny kind of rivalry. <laughs> but here's the thing: I bring it's always Deadpool been a fun because one. Deadpool came up three times on my list. Deadpool <laughs> versus uh, Deadpool. Well, Dead. Well, I was gonna Thanos. say Dead, Deadpool. The world? Like, is yeah. the world his rival? Like, literally, because he pretty much doesn't care. But my favorite um, of which, I'm going to bring this up now, Deadpool and Cable have yeah. the greatest relationship on the planet. They, they, I don't call that as, see, that's the thing, though. But it, but it, I don't consider out. that, I don't, but I don't really consider that a rival. It's I a one-sided it, rivalry once again. No, no, it's, it's, it's one of those, what was, what is that old show uh, where the odd roommate. couple? Yes, odd couple. They're what? the fucking odd couple. In the, in the cable Deadpool comic. Yeah. Well, with the exception of at one point, cable ate Deadpool. Yeah. Or well, drank him. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't I'm differentiate. Okay. Early, early iterations. He was when, consumed. X Force was a thing, right. And Cable was, in the, and Deadpool was actually a straight murderer. Yes. And yeah. and it divulged into this. You know, I really like you. And then Cable's like, nice. Get the fuck away. <laughs> Go home. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. Go right? tell Domino about your fascination is with me. Is it really Leave a rivalry alone. when all you do is the reason why you're busy is because I pay you to get the fuck out of my hair? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, like, is that a rivalry? Or... No, it's just a good friend. Yeah, wait, wait, exactly. Wait, wait. I keep you busy. Go steal this computer chip. I don't need it for anything. Just yeah. go do it. I don't yeah. need it. It gets you out of my hair for 20 minutes. Go do it. I'm sending you on missions that I need nothing from. Don't worry, I'm gonna There's an army of mercenaries guarding this computer chip. All right, exactly. Yeah. I put that on my list, but I was gonna say my just to bring up an actual one that I don't think gets enough credit, and it might be kind of a, a niche kind of thing. I was gonna say Namor the Submariner and Reed Richards because no one likes Reed Richards. No, no, no. If you're gonna bring, if you're gonna bring because Namor. But that's why I like it. That's, that's my favorite. No, no. The only reason why I bring this Sue up. Storm, is, yes. Well, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. But one, Namor doesn't like anyone, first of all. Yeah, Namor he has, doesn't. He has problems with uh, Hulk, Black Human Panther. Torch, 
Hulk on the Defense Black Panther, obviously. Just but, about everyone on the Fantastic Four. Everybody in the four. Illuminati who he teamed oh, up with. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But that's, but that's my point. My, what I love about what Namor is, because Namor is this guy who doesn't give two shits. So yeah. I love it. Because, well, he's the edgy Aquaman. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, but the thing what I love about... With wings on his feet. But I love about <laughs> like, it is that in that wait. Illuminati comic, when yeah. they kind of talked about it, when Reed Richards is like... You know, I'm always here and I'm busy. And First off, no one I, likes Reed Richards. No, and I think yeah. Mike said that. No, no, yeah. I don't. No, like, nobody I don't, likes Reed Richards. I don't. I, yeah, no. this is, but this, this is, is why everybody is right. It, no, no, no. Yeah. But this is why I see like, where it's I Deadpool like, versus the world. It's the world versus Reed Richards. Yeah, I, I hate, I hate, I hate Reed Richards. But I love what Na- how Namor burns him because yeah. Namor burns him by saying like, you know, oh yeah, you know, oh because it's like Reed Richards saying his wife is, you know, sometimes goes out. I don't know where she goes, and Namor's like, I know where she goes. And Tony Stark. She like, says Imperius oh, Rex in no. bed. <laughs> and, and, and straight up, and straight up, and he's kind of like, well, yeah. And she's like, he's like, listen, straight up, I tried to get her to leave you, and he says it to this man's face. Yeah, oh, but no. she loves you for some reason. Yeah, yeah. you know. And <laughs> and what does Reed Richards do? Oh, okay. Like, yeah. oh, you're a bitch. <laughs> like, oh, the oh, only yeah. Reed Richards that's worth a damn is the fact, like, one Ultimates, because he is actually a dick. And and he makes himself the smartest man in yeah. the known universe. I know but, right. by doing things. I think the only reason why she sticks around is because he can stretch certain parts of his body. Right. 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 The whole thing though, I, what I, I like about this one is because one, I just wanted a chance to slam Reed Richards because I don't I don't like him. No, nobody right. does. And this is my one chance to bring up Namor, who's you know kind of a niche character even to this day. Like yeah, a little bit underrated. I, I think very underrated. I, I mean, even though they made they made him an X Men because now he's a mutant because he's the if you if you if you haven't if you haven't read Avengers versus X Men, read it. It is it is one of my favorite arcs by Marvel of all time. They 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 have done a lot of weird fucking arcs. The whole Avengers and X Men that follows it isn't all that good, but just Avengers versus X Men. Well, I know I because know. giving the the Phoenix Force. To Colossus, oh Magic, Namor, Cyclops, and Emma Frost. It's like an STD. Well, <laughs> yes. Tony Stark blows it into five parts. I don't know how he does it, <laughs> oh, but he blows a cosmic entity into first five off, parts. First off, strange. The, oh, the power the, of plot device. That's how. Yes. First off, the, I'm more, Tony Stark. That's the more intense version of that conversation is Phoenix Force attached to Thane. Okay. Who is the son of Thanos? Okay, that's <laughs> later on. That's later Still. on. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think, like, because I have a list here of like friendly rivalries, terrible rivalries. Like, it just got bitter, and and then Marvel, DC, like all this stuff. Like, well, like some... Reed Richards, Reed Richards, and the Thing. There yeah. was a rivalry that that followed what I think was Civil War, and it became literally the hardest thing to read because it's two best friends who don't like each other anymore yeah. because one decided to be more of a dick. Yeah. For a period of time. But that, that's read, the thing. But, but that's the thing. The problem with it being so hard to read is like it's, the it's literally like, you like one of the characters. Even if you don't like Ben, I'm mad at you. You didn't choose a side. Right. And then you kind of go, well, I mean, I, I like the thing. But the thing is, is that, you know, if, you, if you're watching something that's painful, it's like, is it really enjoyable to read? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I mean by, like, like that's why I... I like, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> that you did not put Doom versus... Richards as a rivalry yeah. because I just want you to know no. that's not a rivalry. That's not a rivalry. Doom it's doesn't not. consider it a rivalry. No, I got a question for you. When, when you're beneath Doom, it's not a rivalry, right? And, and that's yeah. the thing. I wanted to bring Doom on the list, yeah. so the only way to do it was to bring the Fantastic Four, unfortunately, but, into that. No, 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 no. I don't you know want to talk about him because I mean, you know who Doom's greatest rivalry is? Odin. 
No, Dune's greatest horror movie, it should have been Tony Stark, but that's a whole other conversation for something else. <laughs> I'm going to be a better well, Iron Man Well, actually, to tell you the truth, I think the biggest rivalry for Doom, to be completely honest... No, no, no. It would be if it's Doctor like, Strange and Iron Man were one man. No, no. That would be scary. <laughs> yeah, see? Because that was Doom, Doom Iron done that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think, actually, to be truthful, the biggest rivalry for Doom, and I'm only saying this from a character point of view of which I like... It's um, Mufasto. Mufasto, yeah, yeah. Mufasto, I believe, is the, the especially with these um, infamous Iron Man series. Okay, that infamous Iron Man series really dove in deep to basically the manipulation that Mufasto had over his his mother, what he's kind of used, everything like that. The the drawn connection to black magic, his mother, his past, and everything like that, drawn to the connection of uh, you know, Mufasto and Mufasto being. Such a powerful character. To me, that's a good rivalry because that is, that is attaching a character and you might be able to say it's beyond a rivalry because it's like to that point of nemesis, but. I could see where you're going with so, right, but, but, but the reason why I could still consider it a rivalry is because Mufesto sometimes doesn't even want to plot the downfall of Doom. He just likes to fuck with them. Yeah. And to me, that's enough to necessarily call it a, a rivalry. rivalry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's, it's more like a hurtful poke. Well, yeah. okay. So to, to <laughs> just so you know, banging your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I got a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, Doom gets this picture on his phone, fucking Mufesto and his mom, like, whoa, whoa, wow! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> totally gonna go to the other world. And then he says some magic words. And, and she likes it. And she yeah, likes it. And she likes um, it. But no, one of, one of my favorite things about Doom, and this is, this is kind of one Please of the things... Please go on. Yeah. <laughs> this kind of goes into the whole like the fact that you know Fox did weird things to the Marvel Universe before it became unified and blah 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 not a lot of people always realize the whole like Doom's double identity thing like not everybody realized that Doom is not a fucking horrible businessman Lex Luthor ripoff that just happened to get hit by a cosmic wave he's literally this byproduct of both science and magic mm-hmm. and he That's the right. reason why he's not the most powerful being in the world is because he's decided to straddle both of these things right. like if he were to choose one or the other he would be either the sorcerer supreme or tony stark but better <laughs> well didn't doom become the sorcerer supreme yes in a certain he's done both of these I'm, things I'm he's been the same. better iron man and the better they, they've proven it in different universes <laughs> he has either become sorcerer supreme or a the most technological man in the world here's what i'm gonna say because there's a lot of great iconic rivalries like i could just read some off um like daredevil punisher that's a very good one. I, I, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Dude, that's, like a, that's an okay, ideology, ideologic not, I'm gonna be difference. Real, not all the comics are great, but the Frank Miller run, all right? Which basically, they took, if you watch Daredevil season two, it's kind of where they got that whole dynamic yeah, okay. And it is great. It's yeah. great to watch. But anyway. It's literally the, do we kill our enemies or do we not? And yeah. it boils down to like that. But you have two people who, Which, by the like, way, I think, the last time I heard Hulu... Might be trying to buy the rights to take all the Marvel oh. products and continue with the same actors and everything like oh, that. Like good. they're buying everything that came with that series to continue it because yes. everyone's just like more Punisher, please. Yeah, no, seriously. Fucking more first Daredevil, all, please. First of all, Punisher ended in season two the way that I wanted it to end. But anyway, yeah, yeah. that's a whole other story. But it, it, thinking about that, like 
That's a good rivalry. Uh, Spider-Man Venom, great rivalry. No, oh, absolutely. I think, not I think here just because Anthony would one. completely agree. Anthony's yeah. not here. A- Anthony would have brought it up first. So yeah, yeah. I would have been his first. I'm thing. just throwing it out there. But I'm glad that he's not here because we would have gone 20 minutes just talking about that. Yeah. And honestly, like I think that's a they become a very bland rivalry because they 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 aren't actually all no, that kind I, I don't, of. I don't. I think. I think. Overall, it's literally the fact yes. that the symbiote hates Peter Parker and for and a period of time, and then they get over it. But that's what I'm saying. I think. In the, at the end of it, it's like, eh, but the beginning. It's like the beginning of all relationships. It's just so much chemistry. It's so much that could have happened. But I, yeah, I still so think that the Spider-Man Goblin yeah. chemistry is so much better. But that's that's another one. That Actually, I, I think that Spider-Man if we're talking Goblin. about Spider-Man and anything else, that, that's Green, Goblin, Green Goblin's hands down best rivalry for Spider-Man. In yeah. many, that's many ways. The death of, of Gwen, Gwen Stacy. Stacy. Oh. By the way, till still to this day, my favorite uh, attraction, you know, love yeah. interest. Love interest for Spider-Man. I loved Gwen Stacy back in the day. Mm. I loved her. And I don't like blondes. And yeah, no, I don't like blondes either. Like I am not. I'm not much for dating blondes. But you know, I what, especially though? like redheads. And oh my I, god, I'm not I, a big I, fan of Mary I Jane. Can't, look, <laughs> I, Mary Jane is at the bottom of my list. For all, love all I'm going to say is that my wife may be listening to this podcast, so I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Anything that you are saying, I could just do this. <laughs> He's shaking his head. Smile and nod. Up and down. He's no, confirming. Side to confirmed. side. It was a shake, not a nod. It was yeah. a shake. <laughs> but no, like if I had to rank them, and we're going through this real quick, but like, and we're not going into Silk or anything like that. We're no, thinking no, no, about no, the, no, the, no, the big no. three. The big, big three. three is like Gwen Stacy, Felisa Harding, and, and Mary Jane, and I would rank them in like that order. You know what's funny? I was more blonde. Of a, blonde. I know, <laughs> but I was more of a I was a black cat guy. That's up. what I'm saying, Felicia Hardy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was I was Felicia Hardy. Like that was like I I especially like their dynamic because of the fact that they're they are a good counterpart to each other. Both of them have powers. Both of them have you know very acrobatic styles of their powers. Mm. Yeah, and they're they're that dynamic of. And but, I hate to say it, this because I'm not a Batman fan, but Batman and Catwoman. Okay, but that's, yeah, but that's uh, well, uh, I, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. But I, I, I want to kind of move into something else, though. But yeah, so Jeff has brilliantly pointed off a whole bunch of rivalries that existed within Marvel this, or anything like that. And I think we've had a primary discussion <laughs> where a very deep discussion about uh, some rivalries that existed in DC. I'm just going to bring up Daredevil and Kingpin because everybody wants to hear it. They're like, why didn't you say it? I'm just saying no, it, it is listen, a thing. Listen, there's, a, there's a lot of rivalries. There's <laughs> a lot of rivalries that. that existed within comics, whether DC or Marvel, and we're kind of minimizing to those conversations, that exist. Things that we cannot cover no. within the time frame that we do this. Well, I, I don't think so. Yeah, we, we can always revisit this, hopefully, and not, you know, fucking bury our shit. I can do this for, for days. days. But <laughs> what, I'm talk- what I want to kind of discuss is what about rivalries... That you would want to see exist. Yeah. The ones that the you hope, like, a character that maybe exists within DC or Marvel that doesn't have a rival, or not a notable one, or that's not an iconic vision, but should be. Because you look at the characters. You know what I mean? Like, I love for DC Larflees. Okay? You're, 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 you're rolling, Tim. Yeah. Was Four Larflees, which, by the way, <laughs> outside of Sinestro, my favorite Lantern character. 
Oh, yeah. My Gregor favorite Gregor. <laughs> His, in, in, and we were kind of discussing this in ballpark and things like before the cast and not, and Mike pointed out probably the best thing that is underrated, under the radar, and needs to be considered a part of an iconic rivalry for Lifelies, and it's Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor doesn't just make it on Superman's list, he also makes it on Lifelies' list because of the fact that he is only the other person in the universe who can will greed to More. his hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, 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 that ability to kind of come in and be the opposed greeting force of Larflees. To me, that is something that I would love to almost see more in the dynamic of how the writing is. I know it won't really ever happen, but I would have loved to kind of seen that drawn out a little bit more just because to me, being like something for Larflees. What is, what is Larflees? Larflees is the uh, comparable to, like you said, with Deadpool, and it's Deadpool versus the world. Well, it's Larflees versus the universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Random and that's just what it comes down to. So it's like, if you have to pick a character to draw an attachment to and really go something on, you could make a series. Lex Luthor, back to an orange lantern, and this shit's gonna rock. You know what I mean? Like, just the headbutting that they do, and they can't really beat each other, except for the fact that you really do believe Larfley is the most powerful Orange Lantern. He's so greedy. He's just well, so... He's yeah. so... No, the thing is, though, it's, <laughs> it's not just his greed. I mean, his greed... When, when you have a Lantern who's more powerful than the Lantern, that's when you have a problem. <laughs> for the Lanterns. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. whatever. I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I was thinking about this, you know, for my wish list, and I have a few... Um, the problem that I had was that I felt like not enough women got a, uh, a play. Oh my god, me and you were on the same pool, I, I yeah, think. No, no seriously. Fair. Like, like, the only one that I could come up with that was, like, legitimate was Emma Frost and Jean Grey. And I thought that was just dumb because they fought over a guy. So I was like, that's just dumb. Yeah, that... I want I wanted something more playful. So, my wish Jean Grey is, versus Storm? No. Over I, Wolverine? I wanted something to oppose Power Girl. Because I don't feel like she gets like, Power anything. Power Girl versus Supergirl. That no, 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 no. They're the same person. It's, it's on the nose. Different on the universes. Nose. I decided, Different universes, but they're I decided the on Power Girl and Starfire. Mm. Now, why did I choose them? Because of four things. <laughs> four things. <laughs> four things. I imagine what those things well, could both, be. Okay, Jeff. they have large breasts. I'm just saying. All right. And if you divide, only them one of them has a boob window. Though. To, only it, one but, of them has a boob but, window. But, but, just to, that, to piggyback off but, of what Mike said, um, <laughs> Red Hood and the Outlaws. I like before. I, I was I was a Starfire fan because of Titans. The what? artistic the <laughs> artistical uh, designs <laughs> that they decided to bring into the comics. Red Hood and the Outlaws really extenuated it. I think I was a big fan of how they artistically put her and they depicted her. <laughs> how but, short the skirt was. So you know, no, not even that. I, oh, I was no. trying no, to no, be no. a good... No, no, no. no, 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 no fuck no. that. I'm... Uh, I, I, it's it's blatantly... You know, I don't care if that's sexist or sort whatever. Of, but the, but that's, the that's what drew me in. in. No, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going at to be... Our door. No, they, they I'm going to be honest with it. That's what drew me in. But how they depicted her... Uh, her characterization, mm-hmm. how they depicted her motivations. Right. Because I saw the looks, and I was like, hey, I want to read more of this because she's high, made me go in deeper to say, listen, I really like the direction of this, how this character is. I like the fact that she kind of had this amnesia state in the very beginning, and she was very free-willed and did what she wanted, but she was still a good person, and was just like, we're going to get some shit huh? done. She Unless you read very... Stormwatch. <laughs> right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm strictly going yeah. off of Outlaws. You know I mean, I mean? She does have so, an No, no, she, no but that's what I'm saying, is that to me, like, in that, especially in that, because, like, all you really got to know her in Titans was, like, well, that's, you know, Robin's girlfriend. 
right? And like, yeah, no, she no. has a thing, but you don't really get to hear. Not this. In, in Outlaws, they really no, spotlight they, 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 they spotlight her. her. And well, but the thing I, is, is during that they new gave movie, her an outlet for her character to shine. During right, that right. New and I'm not just talking about you her have looks. you have. And this is one of the things that I really did like about Interview Two, and I, I've got to go into this one more time. They did these juxtapositions of telling two different stories in two different timelines, but about the same character. Mm-hmm. They did it with the. Um, Action Comics Superman and the actual Superman run. You had Action Comics, which was telling you the story of Superman, the new 52 Superman becoming right. Superman right. and being Clark Kent and the, the, the fir- his first iterations of doing that. Whereas in with Starfire in particular, you had Stormwatch Starfire and then you had Red Hood and the Outlaw Starfire, who are huge ju- juxtapositions of each other mm-hmm. because the Stormwatch Starfire is ruthless. Mm-hmm. She is literally like. Power must be contained. Stormwatch is here for a reason. We are going to do this. We're going to do it hard, and we're going to do it right, and we're going to do it fast. And, see, I, and that's why, picking back off of that kind of idea, this is the reason why I said my wish list was Starfire and Power Girl. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why is not just because of something nice look. to look like. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm going to be real. I mean, both of them are aliens on a planet, especially with Power Girl being like twice Alien removed. to this universe but, but, as well as, right, yeah. But... They're both aliens, they're both kind of out of contact, and then you have, you know, Power Girl is a certain way, she handles things a certain way, kind of the way Superman would handle things a certain way. And then you would take Starfire, regardless of which one you pick, you could pick the ruthless one, you could pick the one who just likes to have a lot of fun with a lot of men, (laughs) and either way, you have a dynamic for the two of them being complete opposites. They obviously want the same things, but... They just gotta do things completely. And their opposites are very comparable to each other. I I am still... A big fan of Power Girl with a lot of her writing kind of when, when they, outside of the early stages where the, the, the artists were literally testing the waters. <laughs> yes. Testing the waters of how much can we get away with mm-hmm. by enlarging them almost every single issue to going, every go, going, <laughs> go to the point of female empowerment to the point of like, you know, I'm not just a rack. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm just as capable as any male character that there is, and and she does it, and she does it well. Um, I don't think she does it as well as Supergirl. Okay, the writing for Supergirl, and Mike is probably going to agree with. I think the writing for Supergirl is a lot better. Yeah. So for me, if I had to take. What you're talking about between Power Girl and Harold, just be based off of how the writing has gone. I would sub Power Girl for Supergirl, Supergirl. Yeah. just because of how the writing well, the is writing. Going. That's what I'm saying. To me, I just feel like you know, I, I'm, I you wanted give, to look I, at the boob window. No, we but, know. yeah, but I, but I also wanted to give two characters that don't seem to get a lot, you know, of, well, of attention, and give them some clout, you know, just all right. Yeah. Give, so give, give them the, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm kind of pigging off, what, what of, piggy, pigging off of your idea, piggybacking, piggybacking, yes, piggy, so, piggy. <laughs> like, like, um. So my thing is this. I was going to say, and this is kind of a trifecta one. Oh, well, actually a quadfecta one. Oh, whoa, whoa. Batwoman? Is Kevin Bacon in this? Female question. That's Kevin Bacon. Huntress (laughs) and Black Canary. Oh, wow. 
So we're talking like almost like a Birds of Prey. That, like that, a, that actual, new Birds of Prey. The new yeah. Birds of Prey kind of as a rivalry. And even you can even bring in Harlequin. I'm not, I'm, I don't like introducing I'm Harlequin, sick of Harlequin because everybody's sick of Harlequin. Or the people who I, 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 are know, sick I, of going to cons and seeing 90 Harlequin like and 90 going, Deadpool. You and Arthur get the same thing. We're like, ladies need some attention. Well, I think okay, ladies so the thing that kill, the thing that kills me is this. When you look at all four of those characters... The only one that's ever truly had a real rivalry with any other character is Huntress. Yeah. And she's probably the least known along that list when yeah. it really comes to things. Well, I think the reason why is... Well, aside from the female question. A lot of but, times oh. in, in, in her writing, I think a lot of her the depiction of her is very underwhelming. Well, okay, so you have two variations of Huntress. You have the Huntress that's the daughter of the mob, and then you have the Huntress from a parallel universe, which is the, the daughter of Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would go with the mob one because the daughter of Batman thing is a little played out, and I, I'm not it's, a big fan of Batman. Honestly, it's, it's also it's, it's also like the only thing that she has going for. Yeah, it's literally her only. Story. And she's the daughter of Batman. She's oh, li- that makes her interesting. She yeah. literally rivals with her brother, her half brother's mother, because yeah. I, don't, I don't like you because you gave. Daddy, another kid, I'll, or something. I'll be real. I, don't I, I, know. I prefer the mobster. The, the, yeah, the mobster. I think one. I do too. Just because I think it, it gives her, me personally, it gives her a richer backstory. It gives her, it opinion. gives her an actual origin story. Like whereas really being the daughter much. of Batman <laughs> is just like, oh, I get it. it. Another one. <laughs> another one. Another one. Um, you know, Bat Family has always been one of those things that's kind of been overdone. To me, yeah, no, I, I, no, yeah. I agree. No, I agree with that. If you get rid especially of if you look at Bat Family, now. I'm just happy. Yeah, no, I. Oh my god, I'm, it's I'm, huge. I'd be happy with any ladies giving getting some decent rivalry going on. Tim, what do you got, man? I know you got something. Uh, I've been trying to think of I, one. Honestly, you're turning so hard, bro. <laughs> I'm that mouse, I honestly, that not. mouse is is dying right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> you're a hamster wheel empty. To save Tim on this, to save you know, buy Tim a little bit more time on this thought process. Yeah, I can't think of one. But it, okay, and this goes away from the female dynamic, and oh. it also goes away from the DC dis- dynamic. It, it's technically a rivalry that kind of already exists within Marvel. Um, but I everybody in rival, everybody in Marvel is yeah. A rival yeah of honestly, each other. I think Marvel has done a better job in, in certain regards of yeah, like connecting they make them, because they make them more emotional and more human. Well, they, yeah, the thing yeah, is, is everybody, honestly, every, everybody's a rival with somebody. Everybody's been an Avenger or a Defender or a Hero of Harlem or something it, in the Marvel universe. And this is only because I want to see more of it. I was, like I said, I am a fan of the infamous Iron Man or the infamous Iron Doom Moon Knight series. Versus Iron Man. I would love to see more stuff with Moon Knight in general, but Moon Knight, I think, is a little bit harder to usher into everything. Just make him fight um, Batman in a crossover and see that. That would be great too. Like yeah. that. That would be, that would be a great, great rivalry right there. That would be a great crossover rivalry. <laughs> but no, what I would just like to see more of yeah. of the rivalry because I, I know it already exists is actually Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, I would love yeah. to see well, more. They of have that. A, but no, specifically, yeah. specifically. On the factor of now that, you know, Infamous Iron Doom is kind of rolled out. Now, I know in some regards, and if you're hearing this, you probably a little bit of spoil. Like, Doom is basically going back to how he was because, you know, good or evil, whatever, he needs to be Doom. Um, but I would truly love for that, that spotlight to have kind of been ex- extended. And also the fact that, you know, Doctor Strange wasn't really Sorcerer Supreme anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I would love Brother to see Brother was. Yeah, and I would love to see this dynamic whether it is another whether it is another Cable versus Deadpool or just like this this different dynamic cross between what Infamous Iron Doom is doing and Doctor Strange believes in the outtake of being like, well, you know what? You've always have an ulterior motive. Let's go at this and kind of see how it is to where it almost depicts uh, Doctor Strange as the villain mm-hmm. within that story. Within that context, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get like, I, I, you already have the context in which Doom is becoming a hero and you can really kind of relate and sympathize for what he's doing. I would love for them to introduce more of that alter. Yeah, no, no, John. I want you to know that I, I'm letting you speak your mind because you know I, I, the viewers they, they should hear what you're saying. But you had me at hello. No, I know. well, no. <laughs> the, the thing is, the thing like, is, I know for a fact I was I was definitely shit. playing a string with Jess Hart because of the fact that I know he is a fan of Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's no, a fan but, of, I, but I love some good Doctor Doom depictions. No, no, I, mean, no, no, I know. But together, like, I'm like, yeah, we well, need to have uh, Okay, so I have to say this: one during the God King Doom. Story of uh, the yeah, well, Sheriff Strange was the shit. Yeah, so but that was uh, the dynamic of them they're being friends. friends. Like, yeah. well, well, no, that's what I, I want to see more of that. Right? I want to see this this friendship gone to a deeper, darker rivalry. That's that's all that's I'm trying to thing. say. Like when you when even when you had that Sheriff Strange dynamic with that with that setting, yeah, he was he was subplotting on. Oh no, Doom. he was no. I want this to be out in the open. I want this to be a comic. I kind of like that, like Strange having to tiptoe around no, 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 no. Doom, not, though. Like it made a really good dynamic. I am not. Listen, God King Doom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but it, it. No, but we've we've seen it. No, we have now. Yes. We've seen it. We I, seen it. Uh, you want you want to flush it. it out? I want them to flush it out. We got in you, the boys. Open and no longer <laughs> be just this like under in the fact that again you've had god team doom him believing that he's doing the right thing for his held together universe this is now main continuity main string of things doom turning a leaf kind of going about this and in flushing out more of the story Mm -hmm. to have dr strange on an opposing side and the the fact that they know each other so well, the fact that they are technically quote unquote friends or not, like that dynamic to me would be a very interesting comic. Like I just want to see more of that. I know it's it's things have been done in the past that I want them to continue off of that arc. You know what's That's funny? What I'm, like, to now, I'm just thinking about this. Like you've really thought about this, haven't you? Oh yeah. No, no. Only because it's like I only told you this like maybe an hour ago. But anyway, so, but yeah. <laughs> the thing is that you know what's funny? I'm not even gonna say mine because I was thinking to myself like I had the same kind of feeling when I was reading you know Deadpool versus you know Kills the Universe and, right. and he was kind of like opposed, being opposed by Taskmaster and I said wow this I is, love that too this is a great dynamic this is a great thing I'm like. Why don't we get more of this? Mm. But now you say that, and I go, no, that's a shit idea. That's a that's way better. So I have to say this: in the Marvel universe, one of my favorite feuds of all time is Doctor Doom versus the Beyonder. <laughs> because if you're going to go, you mean you mean the Lord of Trolls? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like, mean like like trolls, like you know D and D trolls. I mean like getting trolled, not like, not not Puck the troll. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean like literally getting trolled, like. Who's trolling who here? Yeah, like, right. like, well, yeah. it, it literally comes down to 
Doom witnesses the Beyonder's power during Secret Wars and Secret Wars 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it puts this thought in Doom's head that I can have that. I can take that from him. First off, he's and it he's literally not and he I does. To, I have to say something. Not only does he get like that Dr. thought Doom, in his head, Doom but he literally goes after a cosmic being <laughs> and steals his power. I'm just saying, like, if I if I could be Victor Von Doom for a day, <laughs> holy shit! I want to be him that day. No, I, I, no, any day, any day they wake up and I go, I want that. I'm gonna take that shit. And it's like. Uh, you do realize that's like an incinerator. You can't just take it. I'm gonna take that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll find. And you can't stop me. And it, it's like it's no just one like, says no to Doom. Right. <clears throat> you, you know what the next great rivalry will be? Doom versus the one above all, because that's how far it's gonna go. <laughs> look, at, look at John's face. John's like, oh yeah. No, the issue is, is I can see it because really, no, did you cry? Oh. You crushed. I cried of happiness. Um, <laughs> it was a, a good one. Came down. It was a good one. It was a good one. No, no, because I look at this, and I know I'm tooting my own horn, and you guys have probably heard me being sick of this, but it's it's only because of my love for Doom and the fact that I really do believe that he is one of the best written characters within Marvel. That Doom can beat anybody, but at the same time, though. He can lose to anybody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, true. Like, that's, that's the dichotomy. Squirrel girl out of nowhere. That, that is the dichotomy of Doom. Is the fact that he can beat anybody. He is that smart. He is that cunning. He is that prepared. resourceful. He is that prepared. Fuck Batman in his prep time. <laughs> Doom in his prep time says, I'm God King. Yeah. You now. know what I mean? Point. That's, a like, that, point. that's what it comes Batman to. Batman became the god of, god of knowledge. Yeah. Doom became the god of everything. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, you're the god of knowledge. I oversee the god of knowledge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still three, your boss. I'm yeah. three steps high. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still your boss's I, boss. I feel like this is just going to be an episode of like Office Space. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no. So... <laughs> you gonna have those TPS reports for me by Monday? No. Okay, right. <laughs> so but Batman, I... I think you have my stapler. <laughs> That's what I'm. So, doing. so the thing is though, which which is really funny, for an episode about rivals, rivalry, and cross rivals and everything like that, we didn't have any kind of rivalistic discussion. We actually kind of all saw <laughs> a lot on the same side. I knew this was gonna happen. This was. I knew this was gonna happen. I I wrote this list. I said I wanted to see like how long I could make this list and how many of us were gonna mention something on this list. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing we didn't mention was Professor X and Magneto, which is like you know Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. I said it. Boom. Done. (laughs) I mean, we were talking about that. It's been done. Which is funny because that's another character that I I think is one of the best. Magneto. Magneto. Oh no. So well fleshed out, and I love their dynamic just in the ideology. It's it's well known. Do be Magneto now. Do it. Doom versus Magneto! Hey, hey, John. Doom would win, but I'm just saying, Doom versus Magneto. Hey, I got a rivalry for you, a okay. little bit off topic, but, uh, you know, Thanos is your, uh, one of your favorite characters. Yes. How do you think about his love rivalry? Love rivalry. You're talking about the Deadpool? The Deadpool? Yeah, the there you go. Love triangle? Yeah, yeah. So you we're gonna that? roll out this episode for the. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we finished Jeff's last one on. We've got that one going. And thank you for listening, and we're going to roll that one out. <laughs> that was a good way to end that one. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're listening to us on one of our many podcast providers, whether it be Podbean, Stitcher, 
Spotify, or any of the others listed down below, make sure to head on over to our YouTube channel because we have a lot of great content over there as well. And as proud members of the But Why Though community, you can head over to the website to check out new episodes of our content and other podcasts. And don't forget to head over to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all the other social media listed down below. And head on over to our Discord channel to talk to the Ready Comics Roll crew and other rollers about your favorite rivalries. And be sure to follow us on Twitch for random live streams throughout the week. If you'd like to help this channel grow, head on over to our Patreon and become a supporter today.